All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. already <laughs> just you went zero to 60 like that <laughs> well the people watching don't know that let's get into <laughs> things with the lead <laughs> or maybe we oh we are in fine form here on a friday welcome into Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't do stuff like that. I'm having chest pains today. All right. Welcome into the Sports Closet Studio, sportscloset.ca. Three locations in the Edmonton area, Kingsway Mall, St. Albert Mall, and Sherwood Park Mall. Boom. Reverse retro gear. You know it's in stock. They got everything down at the Sports Closet. Oilers Nation Everyday streaming to you live on the Nation Network YouTube, where I see the chat is alive and well. I hope you can all hear me. Um, anyways, we're going to get into everything you guys are saying because you're fired up. You're happy that the Edmonton Oilers picked up a big victory. I also have a take and one of my 2023 pre 2023 predictions that we're going to have to revisit on today's show as well. But the lead today is all about that win last night. The Oilers double up the New York Islanders, beating them by a score of four to two down at Rogers place. There is plenty of good to get to from that hockey game, we can flash up the scoreboard here. Goals from Drysaddle Holloway, Yamamoto, and Hyman. Liam is around as well. What's up, Liam? Barzell and Clutterbuck get the markers for the Islanders. Jack Campbell stops 20 of 22, meaning he had a 909 save percentage. When Jack Campbell's above 900, we're happy with his performance. We don't nitpick it. So a good job by Jack Campbell. We'll have more on that. I'm interrupting. It's not the bro down yet. I don't care. I'm in. <laughs> Jack Campbell, two goals on, what was it, 22 shots? Yes. I don't hang either of those on him. Nope. Barzell, nice shot. Yep. Clutterbuck, that was going like four feet wide. I don't even, I still don't understand the physics of how that ended up yep. in the net. Shout out to Jack Hamm, mm-hmm. as you were, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into, well, let's get into my three big things. And it's brought to you by Montana's this sports season. Montana's is bringing back the viewing party and they want to see you there. I want to see you at Montana's as well. So if you're out there for dinner or for drinks in the lounge this weekend, tag us in your photos and tag Montana's barbecue as well. Today is Friday. That means they do have drink specials on. Head to montanas.ca for more info. Great stuff, Aaron. Good work. Look at those delicious drinks you can get at Montana's. The one in the middle is a Caesar bagged milk. I love a good Caesar. Mm-hmm. Make it a double. Why not? You know, make it trouble. Hey, feeling frisky. Why not? Is that our motto when that, we're in Vegas next week? Make it a double, a, make it trouble. Uh, it's a little Pokemon reference for anyone listening out there. Remember Are you Team a little Rocket? Rascal? I don't. 
I've never watched Pokemon, Pokemon ended. Either. You guys have never watched Pokemon? Not once. No. Get me out of here. <laughs> All right, let's get into our three big things from that win last night. Number one is Jack Campbell. He is one of my big things, even though he looks small in the net sometimes. Um, he was good last night. He made some really big saves. He wasn't pushed all that often. Like we said, he only faced 18 shots at five on five in that game. Your Remchuk math, that means he faced one shot. I shouldn't have done this. One shot, like just under every four minutes, I think would be the math on that. Something like that. Anyways, he played well. And I think that's a big positive. It was on home ice as well, which I think should do a little bit for his confidence. You know, he had the crowd behind him in that hockey game. So I, two thumbs up to Jack Campbell, Liam. Yeah, I mean, he, he's... He's had a good start. He played reasonably well against Winnipeg too. And now back-to-back stars at home. The Oilers have put together good defensive displays in front of Jack Campbell, which is something that has kind of missed for most of the season, right? Like mm-hmm. he got bailed. He hasn't been able to get bailed out by the team by on many occasions. And this time he, I think the whole team just played very, very well in general. And it was good to see Soup finally put together a good performance on home ice. I can't, the last one was probably that St. Louis loss. Yeah. Right. It's the last one. And again, another two, one hockey game that the others weren't able to come through on, but yeah, soup, good game. That's four in a row. Now he's played better. Yeah. So it's trending in the right direction. So yeah, it's uh, hopefully we can just keep going up and not have to rely on our rookie goalie to win us some hockey games. It can be a, a dual, a dual, uh, a dual accomplishment. Yeah, it can be, you want that tandem going nice and strong down the second half of the season. Uh, just taking a look at the chat here as well. Uh, Greg said you're too English for Caesars, Liam. Thanks, Greg. And Greg also said bring Montana's back to Sherwood Park. No. What? It was like, it's good. I like Montana's, but we need like a bigger location. If oh. he means it's going into like the same one. You yeah. need like a bigger location. Yeah, you were saying there was not enough Montanas before. No, we need more <laughs> Montanas. Yeah, we need more Montanas. <laughs> we need more Montanas. Uh, our second big thing from last night's game, Jack Campbell only faced 22 shots. That is a product of the blue line playing well, folks. It was a good defensive game for the Edmonton Oilers. We talked on the last show about how when you put two rookie D-men together, the results, they're going to go like this. Oh, yeah. And the game against... Seattle. Seattle was one of, it was down here. The game before that, though, was up there. But now we're right back up oh, here. Yeah. We're on the messy part of the roller coaster. Broberg and Bouchard on the ice at five on five. The shots were eight to one for the Oilers when Broberg was on the ice. They were 12 to three for the Oilers when Bouchard was on the ice. Yes, they get a lot of D zone starts, but that's called putting your players in good positions, positions to succeed. I thought the Oilers' blue line was very strong last night. Cody Cece had positive shot metrics. Not Darnell Nurse had a fine game last night as well. Like no complaints for me on the blue line. What do you make of the eleven and seven approach, but only played Nima Line in three minutes? Yeah, I, mean, I think it was more of a result because Fogel, I don't believe, was a healthy scratch. No, Gregor said he was banged up. Yeah, he's banged okay. up. Said he had an ice pack on his knee or something like that after the skate. So I think it was more of a result. Like ah, probably don't need to play Devin Shore tonight. We'll just uh, we'll roll out there Nima Line and I'm have sorry, some insurance. Man. That's okay. I'm, I'm used to the hate. On Devin's score. Yeah. But yeah, like Nima Line. I'm fine with that. Like it's better than healthy scratching him. It felt like an opportunity that could have gone like either way. Like defensively, if it wasn't go well, it's okay. We'll just take out Broberg for some shifts and play Nima Line or whoever it is. But also, like if it is going well, it's like, okay, great. Now we get to play McDavid and Drysidel every other shift if we want yeah. to and just rotate them through. And we saw it happen in a positive way with. Dylan Holloway getting a goal, right? So yeah, and Dylan Holloway, that was great too. What a rocket of a shot as well. Yeah, um, made it seem like he does that every night. Yeah, <laughs> like it was a it was a real legit finish. So yeah, good to see. Hopefully, a sign of things to come for Mister Dylan Holloway as well. My third big thing, and Aaron, I think you have the clips of the goals that I want to show while we're doing this. But the team they had a players only meeting mm-hmm. after the loss to Seattle. If you want to know what they said, I did a. Tweet thread last night. Oh. GIFs only. The people basically came up with ideas of what was said in the room during the players only meeting. I'm sure yeah. it's 100% accurate. Go check that out. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at the goals though. Leon Dreisaitl gets on the board early from his office. He snaps a seven game goalless drought and Gavin the intern nailed his bet as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we take a look, emotion. That's what the third big thing here. Leon Dreisaitl scores and you're damn right he's fired up. He doesn't do the little ho-hum like, oh yeah, stick taps, good work, power play does it again. He was fired up after that goal. Dylan Holloway scores the other goal. 
What was he after this goal? Liam, he was fired up. Big celebration. Zach Hyman scores the fourth goal for this team. What was he? Fired up. Big celebration. And we talked about this. I wanted to see more emotion from this team. Play with some desperation. Play like your season is on the line a little bit. And I think we got that in the hockey game as we get a look at this absolute rocket from our guy, Dylan Holloway, as well. Like he was fired up. Second career NHL goal. First one he scored since the game against the New York Rangers. And him and Broberg are getting, you know, excited about that. I just, I thought it was great to see this team showing some emotion and playing like their playoff lives are on the line a little bit. Yeah. And I think like we're still relatively early in the season. What was this game? 36. Yeah. No, game 40. Game 40. Yeah. Oh, we're wow, almost at the halfway point. Like, the halfway mark. Yeah. Holy smokes. Where have I been? But yeah, like you're right though. Like they've got to start getting some like emotional investment and start moving along here now and put, stringing some wings together. You can't mm. just ride up and down. We're obviously not going to win our next 42 games in a row. It's not going to happen. Yes, we are. There's going to be some moments in the season, but also like, it'd be nice if they could win like three and then lose one at least like get some involvement. And hopefully this is kind of like, like you said, the emotion there is like, this is what it feels like. And I'm sure that dressing room after the game was absolutely fired up to get going. Yeah. And if you listen to the real life interview with Evander Kane yesterday, which is the reason we had to cut yesterday's Oilers nation every day short is because we knew Evander was coming in to the office. I'm sure Darnell nurse was playing the beats in the room for the Oilers after that big win. But you're right, Liam, you'd like to see the Oilers string together a better stretch of play. And like really go on a bit of a heater at some point here. And you're right. You're not going to win 20 in a row. We're not asking for them to do that. But when you look at the season so far, they had a five game winning streak back towards the end of October, early November, when they beat Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Chicago, Calgary, and Nashville. Since then, their longest winning streak would be three. So they haven't had a way to go on this long run of success. And they've only had the one three game winning streak. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to see me right. Win three, lose one. Win four, lose one. Win three, lose yeah. one. And go on a bit of a sustained run of good hockey here. I think this little run now coming up to, like, obviously Colorado on Saturday, which is a tough game, but also Oilers have been kind of getting up for those Saturday night games at Rogers. Like, they had a good win over Vegas, right? Like, that was big. And I, there was one other one, too, and I can't think of what it was now. But I think they'll get up for this Colorado game. I think they'll be able to get a win. And after that, you have LA on the road, Anaheim, San Jose, and Vegas. Schedule somewhat favors you a little bit now. Obviously, Colorado and Vegas are going to be tough, and LA. That road trip is hard, even if the teams aren't that good, right? Yeah, but the opponent, you should want to be Anaheim more than anyone now after what they did to you on home ice. Like, yeah. You should go in there and you should put the pedal to the metal at the United Center. Is that where they play? Uh, the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim. That's what it used to be called. Oh like my goodness. 10 years ago. So that's what I still call it. It's the Honda Center. The Honda Center. I knew it was something. What did you that. call it? The United Center. That's Chicago. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Big hockey guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to get going. It's, yep. uh, it's the point. It's time to get going. You are bang on. Uh, those are our three big things from last night's hockey game brought to you by Montana's. Bringing back the viewing party. Montana's.ca is where you can get some more information. I want to catch up on what the chat is saying here. Descra was the first one in. Dropping in a little first. You love to see it. Uh, Chris says, can we get three of those performances in a row? Yeah, man. I am with you 100%. Um, Chris also said, my cynical side kicked in after the first goal. I thought, here we go again. You got to have faith. Like our guy, Rusty, the reckless optimist, who says, great win last night. The team worked hard for the whole 60 minutes and got rewarded. And I really do hope that to some extent they sit there and are like, hey, we earned that one. That is an example of what we need to do more and more and more of down the stretch. Uh, just a few other things here. Lance is declaring the season is turned around. Sure. Sure. Chris says, if Lance says it, time to start planning the parade. Why not? Alex said, Campbell played fairly well, too. The first goal was a snipe. Second one, impossible for him to save. Yeah, you're bang on with that. I think everyone is going to be happy with what we saw from Jack Campbell, from the entire Oilers team. Like It felt like a really good depth kind of night from the Oilers. Like Top to bottom, McDavid and Drysaddle, 400 and 500th career assists as well. Just a great night all around, and hopefully the Oilers use that as a chance to keep going. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, oh, Clem Shady. I want to talk about him for a sec because he just, without hesitation, I loved watching him jump into a pile with McDavid. He didn't even care what was happening on the ice. He's just, he's in the pile. He's grabbing people. He's pushing people. Doesn't matter what happens. And after the game, you always posted that photo of Connor and Leon holding their 500th assist, 400th assist puck. First guy to share it in his story, Clem Costin. He just seems so pumped to be here and it's infectious. Yeah, we have uh, the numbers up for McDavid and Dry Settler here in their careers. Uh, 500 assists in that short amount of time for our guy, Connor McDavid. It's unbelievable. Also, what's crazy is that he's almost scoring. He's scoring at a better clip than Leon Drysaddle over the course of their career as well. If I'm doing the math in my head correctly in the moment, which I might not be. Um, Connor McDavid's plus minus, also a plus 97. Which I thought was hilarious when I was putting it together. A nice plus 97. What was Drysaddle's first number? He changed numbers, didn't he, with the others? Uh, yeah, his rookie number was like... 55. Yeah, 55. Yeah, something weird. Okay, yeah. I was just wondering if he was plus 42. I thought, oh, that'd be funny if he was close to that. Um, ooh, waiver news today. Yes, and this is significant waiver news as well. Did that guy... I forget his name, but he was that good player from yesterday, Clear Waivers. Oh, that's a good question. Who's someone good that tweets out the waivers every day? I mean, these are big, big stories. It mm. just feels like, you know. Is he from um, the Jets? Yeah, he was from the Jets. The Jets would probably have tweeted it then. Liam, we got to get to the bottom of this. We could also prep for the show, but we don't. Uh, While I'm, you're looking for that, I can tell you that the Oilers just signed Justin Bailey to a one-year, woo! two-way contract. Waiver Place. news! He's on waivers for purpose of assignment. There you go. The waiver news. Uh, our pal Bruce Kerlock. Thank you for that, Our pal Bruce Kerlock said he's been the the best Condors forward since the restart. There you go, Justin the, Bailey. The restart, like Christmas? Yeah, since the Christmas break. Oh, how many games have they played? I don't know. I saw Noah Phelps <laughs> got in a fight the other day. Actually, yeah, that was a big one. <laughs> We're brutal today. This is an awful show. Glad I rushed in here for this, Tyler. Yeah, I commend everyone <laughs> who is uh, watching this. Bag milk, you kept jumping in early. Yeah. But your segment's sponsored. So I do need to have like an official start point of it. Yeah. So okay. we're going to do that. And we have like the bumper and all that. So <laughs> let's get into the bro down with bagged milk. It's Friday. So you know what that means? It's time for the bro down with bagged milk. All right. The bro down with bagged milk is brought to you by Star Mechanical. Star Mechanical has been one of Edmonton's top new home plumbing installers for the last 20 years. Their crews are highly qualified. Get this bag milk. They feature over 50 plumber and gas fitters. 35 of them are Red Seal journeymen. Just doesn't get any better than that. It's like having 35 McDavid and Dreisaitl's in your lineup. Overall, their staff have combined for over 400 years of experience. You want to know more? You want to get in touch? You want them to help you and take care of your plumbing needs? Starmechanical.ca is where you can find out more. BM, you had home issues the other day. Not plumbing. It was heating, right? Yeah. Yeah. A little, uh, you need to change the thermocouple on my furnace, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Did a little Googling, a little YouTubing, learned how to do it. I'm satisfactory in my performance. YouTube is an amazing place. It really you can is. find anything you want. 
I can see myself in the very near future outside of like having a sports package, getting rid of TV entirely and just watching YouTube. I, that's what my dad does. Like he watches, he has the Oilers stuff, he has yeah. sports, but he just has YouTube. Yeah, yeah but he, he just has YouTube to watch Oilers Nation every day on a loop. And After Dark. And After Dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dad strikes me. Tony strikes me as a big After Dark guy. He watched last night. He was very, he liked the show a lot. Oilers Nation After Dark is the new official post-game show of Oilers Nation. It is uh, live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter after every Oilers game day with our new friend, Connor Halley. Um, if you're on Instagram, I guess you could watch the Beatcast. But apparently on the Beatcast, <laughs> you're also watching After Dark. Yeah, wait, what? Yeah, so last night I was doing the Beatcast. Well, so I'm now I'm putting it up to a vote. Game ends, wrap-ups posted. I, I take my little dude, Frank, out for a walk, maybe a quick cruise, give him some love. And while I go, before I go out, I say, do you want me to be cast or not? It's up to you. You have to vote. Last night they voted for it. So I did. And as I was doing the B cast, I just randomly would pop into Oilers Nation after dark and just check out what the boys were saying. So essentially you were also watching that while you were watching the B cast. There you go. <laughs> All of the regulars there last night too. It's nice to see you guys support us on every single channel. Yeah. It was also funny because Con has obviously only done the show twice. So like yeah. figuring out the names of people. Oh yeah. Genesis was a tough one. But Genesis was by, and he can't remember what he said. He said something funny originally. I was like, nope, that's Genesis. You're going to have to learn these, Connor. Yeah. Like, we'll get there. The regulars. Well, because he's used to regulars probably from the text line at TSN 1260. And yeah. now our regulars are just, you know, who knows what the handle could be. Totally different. <laughs> there are no rules. Um, <laughs> guy or Guy, sorry, not Guy. Guy St. Louis or St. Louis maybe, uh, said waiver guy had five points in 19 games with the Jets. So there you go. He's an important player. And we, for the life of us, cannot figure out if he cleared waivers or not. No one has reported on it. But we do know the Oilers put Justin Bailey on waivers today. Uh, We were talking about Clean Shady. Clean the dream. Bag milk. Should he stay in that spot? Did he I'm do not listening to you. I'm reading a, an article that Jason Greger just posted at OilersNation.com. It is an interview with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm very busy right now. Okay. Uh, do you think Clem Shady should stay <laughs> on the top line? Yes. Yeah, he should. Of course he should. Did the, the like What I loved in his first shift, I think he had two or three shot attempts. The guy knows what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to get in front of the net. He's supposed to give the puck to Connor. And he's supposed to tee off on it whenever he gets a chance. He's playing a very simple game. And as we heard yesterday from Evander Kane, he talked about not everybody can play up with Connor. It's not nearly mm-hmm. as easy to do as people may think. And I thought he had a, I thought he had a good showing last night. One thing I kind of liked about him was his ability to like move with the puck. Like he was making really, really good plays, like moving around the ice and then just like finding Connor in the middle or making himself an option or just like being involved in the play where some guys who have played with McDavid just kind of kind of stand there and let McDavid do everything else. But he default was, to him almost, right? Yeah, like he wanted to be involved in the play, which made him yeah. way more effective. And it's like McDavid can obviously do it all on his own. He's the best player in the league. He's one of the best players this league has ever seen. But it's also, he's also better when he's other guys to play with. Yep. And if Clean the Dream, Clem Costin, Mr. Clean, whatever you want to call him, can fit it in, then, then the others have gotten a nice little piece there. Yeah, and I mean, especially when you look at, we had the forward group up for a second. Um, if you have Costin is maybe not like a full-on long-term solution there, but no, if he's getting the, replaced by Kane when he comes back. Yeah, if he did, I mean, if he gets replaced by Kane, sure. But I'm almost looking at this and going, what if he does it? That's what I think too. So like, I'm maybe just considering how Nuge continued to produce when they had him as the third line center. Maybe you can run like a third line that is Nuge, Kane, and Pugliarvi. And then your fourth line could be McLeod, Holloway, and one of Yanmark or Ryan. Who are you playing on the second line, sorry? Instead of... You got Drysaddle, Yamo, and who? Oh, I, okay, sorry. I guess Fogel could go there or Kane could go there and you'd play Nuge with Pugliarvi and Yanmark or something or Pugliarvi and Fogel. I would put Nuge as a third line center. I agree with okay. that. I keep Clem up top, put Kane on that wing. And I put McLeod on the wing with Poyavi and Nuge in the middle. Oh, that's not bad. And then your fourth line, I think you, you, well, one of those two guys on the fourth line has to go, right? Yeah, Mark or Ryan. So then you have Fogel down there, maybe Holloway center, and then whatever you're doing there, right? Like Fogel, I guess, whatever. But yeah, I think the point is, he's making it difficult. He's making it difficult. The point is, I think you're actually kind of close if you're 100% healthy because of the emergence of a guy like Kaleem Costin to having a top nine that's really dangerous. Not just a top six that's dangerous. Not just a top line that's dangerous. A whole nine-man unit that's like really good. And if Dylan Holloway can keep scoring and things like that, 
man, it, you could just be in a really, really interesting spot uh, heading down the stretch here. I also kind of like they went 11 and seven when they cycled McDavid into that Holloway and uh, Derek Ryan duo. When those three were on the ice, they were only out there for a minute and nine. So I think they took two shifts together. It's six shot attempts. Wow. None against all four. That's like maybe 11 and seven is the answer. But again, I know you need to be a little bit, you know, aware of how much you're playing McDavid and Drysaddle. McDavid was almost at 25 minutes last night. Drysaddle was almost at 22. Kyler Yamamoto almost played 22 minutes. Like, how about the goal he scored? Oh my God, sick. That was nasty. I can't believe we even talked about it yet. The shorty, I watched it after the game last night, that highlight probably 20 times. Just a filthy little toe drag snipe through the legs. When things get going for that guy, like we talked about that, he could be someone who gets really rolling in the second half of this season. He's an important player. Yeah. And we've said it over and over again, even when he's not scoring, he's leaving a positive impact on the ice, Mm -hmm. which is what needs to be done by these complimentary players. And Yamamoto brings it every night. He's a guy I want to see in an Oilers uniform forever, to be honest. I just love the way he plays and his his relentlessness. And to see him finally get rewarded, what's that, his fourth of the season, I think, now? Mm -hmm. Since he's come back, I think his offense's game has really taken another level and kind of had that speculation where he had the knock-in preseason right and also the Colorado stuff. So maybe we're just finally seeing him at full health. We have someone commenting in the chat who I don't think has commented before. And I like calling out the first-time commenters, giving them some love. Tyler Young. Hey, boys, been depending on you all for years as a Spruce Grove boy living in China. Wow. Thank you for the ever-increasing great content. So that means on today's show, we got our guy Rusty down in the States. We got our guy Tyler Young in China. And I think Pateri is in here from Finland as well. Three wish, different countries. I wish I could remember. Somebody checked in last night on the Bcast from... I, I wish I could remember what country it was and kind of like Eastern Europe almost. And it just kind of caught me off guard where it almost threw me for a loop to see that they were watching from wherever. It's just amazing how widespread Weather's Nation is now. The internet is a wild place. It's open everywhere, Tyler. I yeah. <laughs> this is the, it is the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> guy from Australia who's always on Better Late Than Yeah, Sam. Sam. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He's, uh, did you see the meme he made of me the other day on like the surfboard? I had two or three people mess me and saying, you look like a young Frankie Muniz. Kind of got that vibe about you. Um, but I love, we do this on Oilers Nation Radio sometimes, Bag Milk, where we'll look at the map and yeah. see where our downloads are coming. And just in the last month, one, we've had almost 400 downloads of Oilers Nation Radio from Australia. It's just Sam. We are. It's just Sam. <laughs> it could just be Sam. He just listens ten, every episode like twelve times. <laughs> like that guy specifically, Sam. He listens to every single podcast we do, and sometimes if he runs out because he's just got a job where he's allowed to listen to it over and mm-hmm. over again, he goes back and cycles through again. <laughs> Massive Oilers fan, and the Why story not? that came out of that guy is. Pretty, I'll just do it real quick. He met a Canadian down in Australia, and they were just talking about hockey. And he's just like, "Oh, maybe I want to get into it." One of them was a Flames fan that he met. Another one was a Canucks fan that he met. And he goes, oh, well, fuck you both. I see a team right in the middle. He picked the Oilers. And it was the year before the McDavid draft that he adopted the Oilers as his favorite team. (laughs) So he just got to perfectly skip the decade of darkness and slid right in perfectly for the Connor McDavid years. I love it. But at the same point, picking the Oilers on that year leading up to McDavid, it's not like they were any good. Yeah, that too. They were junk. They got the first overall pick. Uh, James O'Hara says he's listening from Korea, from England, and living in Korea. That is a wild one as well. Um, yeah, if you're listening abroad, let us know. Drop it in the chat where you're listening from. Also, if you're watching on the Nation Network YouTube, hit that like button for us. We are currently in the Brodown with Bag Milk, brought to you by our new friends at Star Mechanical. BM, who do you go with between the pipes tomorrow? That's an interesting question. I'm having a hard time with it. I think it's straightforward. Who is it? I think it's Stuart Skinner. I think he's earned the opportunity to play against the best teams in the NHL. Without question. And Campbell, great game. Yep. Let it keep coming. What if he gets absolutely burnt by Colorado tomorrow? And then you're just like kind of back where you started, right? You've got some easier games coming up against Anaheim and San Jose next week. And I think that's an opportunity. Why are you smiling? I'm reading the chat. Oh, okay. Um, I I default to Stu, generally speaking. I just, I think we are getting to a point now, hopefully, where Campbell can get more of a regular start. I think that's where we're at. I think we'll see Campbell a lot more now because 
an intense road trip coming up too, right? So I think there's something to be said about going Skinner tomorrow. No one else is intense? Tampin. Tampin. (laughs) I think you can go Skinner tomorrow. And I think you could almost have a bit of confidence in going with Jack Campbell Monday to start the road trip in LA and just rotate him for the next little bit. Unless Skinner stops like Because we got a back-to-back next week too, right? Yeah, we go LA Monday, Anaheim Wednesday, Friday against San Jose, Saturday against Vegas. Oh yeah, we'll be there. Oh, oh, I forgot that I will be there. Me too. I will also be there, but I had forgotten. We're going to be doing this show live from a hotel room in Vegas. Maybe. Oh, we will. How would we not? How couldn't we? Yeah, it's every day. What I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> while we're away, it's going to be interesting to me and probably pretty funny is just i imagine there's also going to be a day when we're in vegas where we just crank out like this show and then two straight podcasts and then just go gallivant for the rest of the day well we were thinking on friday if we did this show at 11 so like 11 to 11 45 just onr right at noon boom 12 to 1 quick bltn boom 1 to 1 30 top golf for the rest of the afternoon sounds like a great plan ready break and then we're back at <laughs> tom's watch bar that night for the game against San yeah. Jose. This trip's coming together, and a lot of it's coming together thanks to our friends at AMA Travel. Mm. If you head to nationgear.ca, maybe you're like, yeah, hey, I missed out on Vegas. I want to come on a nation vacation. Boom, Toronto, March 10th to 12th. They got you covered. Nationgear.ca. We do these trips. We can't do them without our friends at AMA Travel. They are truly fantastic. Um, okay, we got a lot of people who are sharing their locations, and I love it. What we got? Uh, Zach said exotic Calgary. Uh, Guy. Remember, I was saying I didn't know if it was Guy St. Louis or Guy St. Louis or whatever. He's from St. Louis. It's Guy or Guy St. Louis. That'd be like your name being Tyler Edmonton. Yeah. And then someone being like, hmm, maybe it's Taylor E. Maton or just really butchering mm-hmm. it. Um, the comment I was laughing at was Alex Neal, who said, Calgary, then in brackets, they once had the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so, it's so funny to me. That they did. Great delivery on that text, Alex. Even uh, featured in Cool Runnings. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. I'm uh, Eddie the Eagle. There you go. Have you ever seen Eddie the Eagle? No. Oh, so Eddie the Eagle is about a an English uh, ski, like he did the, the yeah, ski, he did ski thing. jumping. Yeah, but in the movie, like we all know where the Olympics was held in Calgary, like on yeah. that hill. Yes. So in the movie, he's like stood at the top of the ski jump. It's just this huge view of the mountains. (laughs) Is it the like right there? But like, I know for a fact when you stand at the top of there, you don't see any mountains. You see like downtown Calgary. Like houses. Yeah. So so if you know Eddie Eddie the Eagle, it was a like. It was just like when uh, Edmonton was going for the bubble playoffs, oh, and then yeah. the premier was just like, "Come to Edmonton and check out the mountains." It's like, "Oh yes, it's right outside." <laughs> and the thing is, they were like, "Bring your families into the bubble; it'll be great." Then, like, just that one guy on the Dallas Stars brought his wife, and no one else brought their wives <laughs> into the bubble, but that oh. one guy on the Stars. Uh, Dre said he's from the Philippines, but he's living in Edmonton right now. Uh, Chris Walking Walkling is from Southern California. Shout out to Chris. Ooh, uh, Tyler Mulek is from Capilano. <laughs> ah. Go check out the Oodle Noodle. Uh, Troy DeVisser is from Lethbridge. I have family in Lethbridge. So shout out to my uncle Russ. I was in Lethbridge last winter for the Briar. Thanks to our friends at Points Bet. You yeah. were. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Big curling guy. I have an NHL question. And we should probably talk about this. Well, the All-Stars were announced yesterday. What are we thinking? The second, the second high scorer in the NHL right now is not an all-star. Can I we just stop doing, like, I get why you have to have one player from every team. But like, you can't do it when the rosters are this small. That's my problem. Is like, yeah, I agree. Do we really need three players voted in? No. Should have been an extra goalie and an extra skater from each division added in. Because there's some notable players missing because, like, yeah, okay, Clayton Keller has to be there. What the hell? Like, there's no dry sidle. I got. I'm going to be voting for Nuge as much as the website will let me. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get Skinner in there too. We got a we, lot of work. We to need do. to try sweep the fan vote. Is what we need to do. Yeah, we got a lot of work here. Yeah. So because I made that. my prediction. Sorry, Liam. My prediction at the beginning of the year was that four Oilers are going to be there, but I wasn't expecting them to cut the roster sizes down. Well, that's the thing. The Oilers have had two guys go before. Yeah. And it's not been a fan vote. Yeah. No. Like, I like the fan vote. I like the idea of getting everyone involved. It's important that fans are involved. But, like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong on this. And I get it's oh, not, like, a Lord. big thing. But 
<laughs> what? Blake Wheeler ruptured a testicle after he was struck oh. by Josh Morrissey shot on December 15th, and he still finished the game. Yeah, oh. I, w- I would like to go back to the All-Star. <laughs> <laughs> Sad trombone. Oh. Um, NHL game, All-Star games matter to like people's resumes. Do they not? Like, there's surely like some bonuses in there and stuff. And yeah. also, like, when you go to the Hall of Fame, I know it's not the first thing that gets read out, but it gets read out. Nine-time NHL All-Star. It matters. And it it's kind of weird. Matters. Like, I don't know. You're right. It does matter. Even if the game itself doesn't matter, the distinction of it does matter. And I think it's weird. Like, I understand you need to have a player from every team. It's a marketing thing. I don't think it matters. Yeah, okay. you do. It's a Okay, you say ev- your point. Sorry. Every team needs to have a player there because it's a marketing opportunity. You want every fan base watching the game and having a reason to tune into the game for general growth of the game. You want an LA Kings diehard to be like, I'm going to watch the skills competition, see some of the other guys around the league and be like, wow, this guy's really cool. I want to watch more of him. Like it grows the game and there's a marketing component. Sure. Question. Are they changing the format? I don't think so. Still exactly the same. Three on three. Okay. I was just curious why they like the rosters were different. Yeah, it's weird. I don't think that matters because the NBA does that and it's like doesn't do that. Sorry. And it's just an ever growing sport. And it's based around the stars in the league. The NHL is trying to base their league around the teams where the stars want to sell the team. So for me, like the players are going to sell the game if someone from the Arizona Coyotes is there or not, because they get to see Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl fly around the ice and do the magic they do. And like, even like Miko Rantanen's not going. Like, that's just crazy. Kind of, it's whack. It just doesn't make sense. And to me, like, a guy like Dreisaitl being there. Grows the game in a bigger way because he's from Germany. Like he's not, he's not, yeah. a, he's a European player. People in Germany probably aren't going to tune in if Leon Dreisaitl isn't going to go. Now, I'm assuming Dreisaitl is going to be there. Could you imagine if he's not? I, I truly, <laughs> just so weird. It's just, I just don't understand it. So for me, what the NHL All Star game should be is an All Star game. Your best players should be there. The mm-hmm. skills competition is where you can have your representation. Trevor Zeger should be in an All Star game purely because what he can do in the skills competition. He's an entertaining player. Yeah. He's going to sell tickets because of what, he, what did he do last year? He did the average Joe's thing, right? Where yeah. When the dodgeball. Awesome. Like, that's really fun. And that's what's growing the game and that personality. Nobody watches the NBA all-star game. They watch the dunk contest. Like it's stuff like that, that the NHL just can't seem to grasp is you yeah. want the best players to be the most entertaining ones that weekend. I Bring wish. back the draft. Bring back the draft. That was also fun. Was I fun. loved the draft. Yeah. It was hilarious. Um, I also think it would be a lot of fun if you just mixed one random person into every event. Like pros versus Joe's. That old yeah, just TV get the show. guy from bar down to do it. Like it would be amazing <laughs> to see somebody go up like lined up against Connor on the other side of the ice for fastest skater. Like I got this. Even give him a head start. That'd be fun. That'd be a way to grow the game just because it's so unique and different and weird. I want to go back to the chat because there's more people who we have to shout out. Hungry Tyler. There's a lot of Tylers that listen to the show. Anyways, he said he's from New Brunswick. Now, is he from Hungary or is he just a hungry Tyler? He's just, he needs to eat. I need to eat too. Yeah. So I'm going to be ordering some food after this. Maybe I'll order some Montana's. That'd be nice. Uh, Lance says, I'm from Edmonton, listening from the north side, north side Lance. Um, And he's only here because when I left 1260, he said, hmm, what's Oilers Nation about? Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, right. Deskra says we should be arresting our guy Skinner and playing Campbell as well. I understand it. But Date. I think we're getting to a point where that's going to happen anyway, because Campbell hopefully keeps progressing into where he just gets a regular start. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Like you can reward Campbell, I think, but I also go, hey, do you want to give Skinner a full week off? Maybe it does make sense to give Skinner a full week off. Like Deskra said, give him some rest here. Let him sort of restart his game a little bit. Because like, what was the split? A few weeks ago, it was, it was almost like three games Skinner, one game Campbell. It was getting to that point. Yeah, if you can bring it down to two games Skinner, one game Campbell. All of a sudden, you're in a better spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryland says, "Does Saskatoon count as abroad?" Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Saskatchewan's a different place entirely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, people are talking about Evander Kane's nickname for Darnell Nurse that he shared on the podcast yesterday. Yeah, the politician. Yeah, people like that. Uh, Zach said, "I'm getting a 25 jersey with politician on the back." If you missed our interview, Evander Kane was sitting right here yesterday. And it was for an episode of the Real Life Podcast where we talked about hockey, um, his one year in the city, 
kind of how when he came here, you know, there was a lot of pushback from people. Talked about his new clothing line, obviously, as well. Um, fashion, all that kind of stuff. And he revealed his favorite spot in the city to eat. And it caught us all off guard. I could give you 50 guesses and I don't think you'd get it. Because it's such a deep cut. Yeah. That I just, I was not expecting that whatsoever. So wherever you get your podcast from, real life podcast, go check it out. Um, where was I in the comments? 96 people in there right now. Nice. Hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube. It's Friday. You know, everyone's in a good mood. This show has been very loose and unstructured, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, Rusty says, thought about driving down and hanging out with y'all, but I can't swing it. It's my wife's birthday that weekend. Bring your missus. Yeah. I mean, nothing says happy birthday like seeing Liam. Nothing says happy birthday like, hey, sweetie, surprise trip to Vegas, and then just not hanging out with her and hanging out with us. Yeah, get her spa day or something, (laughs) you know, send her off into the city. Hey, how about we pair him up with Danger Suede, and Danger Suede can, like, take her on a Somalia thing, get her some wine. That's my plan. Yeah, I know. Stop interrupting my plans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zach Wheel is from Calgary, and he said Jack Harlow once said a positive thing about us. There you go. As did Death Cab for Cutie. There you go, Calgary. No Stanley Cups, but you got that going they for you. They do have one. All right. What else we got? Hot Rogers place tip. Oh. Riley said, decline the $22 burgers, except the $17 personal pizza. Not really sure if that's a tip. Still very expensive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I buy that either. Like, uh, I remember once upon a time back in the Rexall place days, you can get a, uh, you can get a great white north. It was only like seven bucks or something. <sighs> Those were the days. I Rexall drove past place. Rexall the other day. Yeah? To get here. Did a troll make way. you pay a toll? Nope. I imagine there's a troll <laughs> living in there now. It was, uh, I, was just, I did think to myself, I was like, what is going on? Are they still do men's league games in there? No. No, it's, getting, it's coming down soon. Yeah, it's, em- it's empty, yeah. dude. We're going to send people for sure when it gets brought down. And tie ourselves to it. So they can't knock it down. Well, I was thinking more <laughs> just film it, come down and go crash bang. But like, if you want to tie yourself to it, I'm good with that too. Yeah, that was sad. That'll be a sad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Drokner is from Toronto and he's watching today. Welcome um, behind enemy lines. Always love that. QF Pro is with us. Says, how, could, how hard could it be to convince your wife to go to Vegas for her birthday? That's exactly. what I'm saying. Uh, Zach brought up an interesting point about dry saddle. He said, I hope Leon doesn't go to the All Star game. Let him rest. Yeah. Amen. I'm with it. 100%. I'm all in for dry saddle getting voted in, having the distinction and saying, I'm good. My yeah. leg hurts. 100%. Like, when he gets suspended. Ah, sit him for a game. Who cares? Yep, fuck him. Or <laughs> s- stage something very dramatic at practice. Like Oilers optional skate the day before he's supposed to leave for the All-Star game. Take like a foam puck and like shoot at his leg and have him be like, ah. Or like oh. you, you do a little production work. You know, Josh T. Park's over there. You get a spaceship opening up Roger's place and he gets sucked out through a tractor beam and all of a sudden everybody's like, where'd Leon go? Oh my God. And then in the press conference, Woodcroft goes, he's not an available player for us right now. Yeah, exactly. Because he's gone. Nobody knows where he is. Cato says the dry saddle snub is ridiculous, but I'd prefer he gets the rest as well. Uh, Sean Harvey, a combination of Sean Horkoff and Todd Harvey, is from Edmonton, but an active listener in the US. Hmm. Sure. Um, Rusty says having one player from every team is an absolute joke. Does Chicago deserve an all-star? Does Arizona, Montreal, Calgary, or Anaheim deserve one? <laughs> I mean, probably no on all those fronts, but again, it's, it's an all-star game. Mm-hmm. Peter says nobody cares about the all-star game. So there you go. But like, it's, it's mostly for kids and sponsors yeah. and shit really, isn't it? I care about the selection. I like the skills competition. Could not care less about the game. I don't really watch the game either. But I said this a couple of weeks ago too, like, you remember when Shea Weber and Chara are going head to head in the hottest shot? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was, that was really, really great. cool. That was like the marquee event. That was your slam dunk. And now it's kind of like McDavid fastest skater, I and guess. He doesn't even want to do it. Yeah, he doesn't even like he doing didn't it. Even do it. When was the last time McDavid? Because last year. He did it last year. Do you remember he lost year. to Nyland, uh, Nygaard on the, the, for the Oilers one? Sorry. Like he hasn't really made an effort in like three Oilers skills yeah. competitions for it. He didn't do it this year at the hey, Oilers. Yeah. Know what? Connor fast. That's all you need to know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It'd be, you know what they should do if they're going to do fast skater. I'd like to see them do it once with a puck. Oh, that'd be fun. I like that too. Yeah. Like how quickly can you rattle around there and like maybe you have it's to like, just a completely different skill set. 
or have like some things where like you got to put the puck through like a little gate like this big like yeah. while you're going mcdavid would crush in that he'd just be zoop, zoop, zoop. yeah this is what he does but just you know different event can we touch on the world juniors quickly man dylan gunther local boy playing yeah, the boy. hero i so the Oilers game was starting right as OT started. Oh, I know. So I'm like, okay, I got a, I got a, I got a problem here. So I'm going back and forth. But the thing that shocked me the most is I had no idea that the gold medal OT was three on three. I didn't know either until he started. I was, I flipped over. I'm like, oh my lord, gold medal OT three on three. And then three. they that played just, for like eight minutes. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So if they had gone twenty minutes, it would have just like they would have got a break and just kept going, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they did a full flood just to play three on three as well. That feels like a lot. Yeah. Like go sit in the locker room for 20 minutes and all that. Three on three OT is nuts, especially in a game like that. Cold wild. metal on the line. Like, could you imagine in the playoffs, it's game seven in the NHL and they're like, ah, three on three OT. And you're yeah. like, oh my Lord. Yeah. Like people complained about the shootout in the finals. This is probably just as bad. <laughs> like he's not it's like, yeah it's like slight it's a slight improvement i agree slight but he's mm. not like it's not real hockey you know it is for pure and, t- and he was awesome oh and it was intense i loved all the interviews after like dylan gunther's was like i didn't even know what to do like i didn't even take my gloves off so i celebrated with his gloves on it was just kind of cool and then Connor Bedard's was legendary was but it also like- the gunther thing if you know him as a player yes. and like we've done scrums with him, we covered him when he was at the oil Kings. That is the most Dylan Gunther celebration ever, ever. He's yeah. just kind of like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I did it. Woo. The guy scored hundreds of goals in his yeah. career. You got to give some love to check you. They were down by yeah. two with like what? Seven minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Figured it out. And unreal. Like what a run by them too. Unreal. Like finish. first medal since 2005, I think they said first time playing for gold since 05 for 05. sure. Okay. Yeah. So, it's good to see a different team make it to the final than your typical four or five, right? And then that's that bronze medal game was eight, eight seven. Like that's nuts. Like the magic of the World Juniors was was definitely back this year. And credit to Halifax and Moncton. Yeah. Like, what a show. Now here's a quick question before we get on to whatever else. Do you think the World Juniors like next year is in Sweden, I think. Yeah. If it's in North America, should it be held at a junior arena? Only. Never in a so city too. with an NHL team. I think so too. I think the the vibe is way better when it's in like a smaller. Oh market. yeah, they probably appreciate it more for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like it's like I think Edmonton would have done a good job if we were allowed to watch. Like when he was here in 2012, I think it was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was yep. fun. It was great. But, we were allowed to watch in the summer, just no one wanted to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, no more of those, please. But imagine if it was in like Madison Hat, Red Deer yep. for the whole time. I know it's in Red Deer, but. Like just those places, like Halifax did such a good job, and that's what I just thought about. It's like these people like don't get this all the time. Like we, yep. we're used to watching McDavid play every week, and yeah, but Dodd, I'd love to watch him play. All right, we got to move towards wrapping up the show today. So let's get to our betway bets for this evening. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. Uh Liam, last night we didn't get the over. No, and Dylan Gunther scored. Yeah, I know. And and I, we were riding Josh I Roy. Bet on him two games in a row to score, and I didn't bet on him in the final. I should have stuck to my guns. What do you like tonight? I like the Yotes. He in Chicago, the battle of the worst. <laughs> so I know Chicago's at home. They also are not very good. And Arizona, they've picked up some big wins this season. And it's they, amazing who they've beaten as well. The the crazy one is the Toronto one, where it's like the first, like in 20 years or something like that, right? It's kind of nuts. And then the Detroit Red Wings at home. Troy and Florida, both kind of inconsistent teams, but I like the fact Troy are at home and are the yeah. underdogs at plus 125. So we'll take a swing at uh, Detroit and the Yotes. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, Michael Backlund over two and a half shots. Guy's been killing it recently. It's priced at minus 110. It's an absolute lock. And the other one I like is the over in Nashville, Washington. It's set all the way down at six. Both teams going to be starting their backups this evening because they're on the second of back-to-backs. Both teams have had the over hit in four straight games. Someone's got to go get let Rick in. Rick's stuck Dan, outside. Dan's right there. Dan could grab him. Dan, go let Rick in. We got to do Oilers Nation radio right away is what I'm getting at. Uh, sorry, who's the backup on Nashville now? Kevin Lankinen. I kept thinking David Riddich, but he's on Winnipeg, right? Yep. God, yep. they'll never forget the stick flip. That, that so man dumb. has never been the same. It's the best. I love it. Yeah. Mon- monumental. All right, we are going to wrap up the show. Got to give some love to all of our sponsors like Montana's. 
Sherwood Ford the Giant. We'll be back tomorrow. Sherwood Ford Giant pregame edition of the show. Um, also, Star Mechanical, our new friends. Check them out, starmechanical.ca. And as always, we are coming to you from the Sports Closet Studio, sportscloset.ca. We have a lot of listeners abroad. If you need some Oilers gear, Sports Closet has you. They'll ship to you. You can order it all online. It's that easy, I promise. I just got a big sticker from Sports Closet too. Massive Oilers sticker. And apparently you can take it off the wall and it just like won't leave a mark. Oh, so it's pretty sick. So being in a rental property, mm-hmm. it's pretty That's handy. Important. So if you're just looking for some decorations too, sports closet has got you hooked. Mm-hmm. Um, also, sorry, Desco brought this up. Did you guys see the stats from the Carolina Nashville game yesterday? No. UC Soros made 64 saves. Wow. Nashville had over 40 shots in one of the periods. Nashville had 40 shots. Sorry. Carolina had over 40 shots in one of the periods. Was- shots in that game. I was stunned. All I know is I was stunned that that ruined my parlay yesterday. Oh, no kidding. You had Carolina and Edmonton? I had Carolina. Well, I don't remember what the legs of the parlay was. I had Carolina, Edmonton, and then somebody else. Um, Yeah, so the shots period by period in that game for Carolina... I'm sorry, they didn't have 40. They have 40 in the back half of the game. 18 in the first, 21 in the second, 28 in the third for the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, <laughs> just a fucking shelling. Just oh, bananas, shit. man. Um, yeah, an absolute shelling. UC Soros was lights out. There is some talk that the Preds might be looking to trade UC Soros. They want... We could figure something I out. don't think they want Jack Campbell. Um, but I was thinking, this is not Oilers related, but man, if Soros is available, if you're the Leafs, you give up everything for him, right? Yeah. Why are I you mean, helping if- them? I'm just saying, it's an, that's the idea I have. If you're looking fan. for a goalie, then you give everything for UC Soros. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like that is five million bucks for the next two years, and he's perennial Vesna caliber kind of guy. So he's unbelievable. Uh, Would okay, you do we, something to flip Skinner for him? I wouldn't. How bad do you want him? Like I'd, I'd love him, but like you'd have to give up a lot on top of Skinner, and I like the contract that you have for Skinner. Okay, um, okay we're going to move towards, or we are going to wrap up today's show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back noon mountain time tomorrow. The chat on YouTube, you guys were awesome, and we look forward to seeing you Saturday at noon.